For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs, and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so <laughs> you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listening to an all new episode of Rocket Fuel, the New York Jets podcast. I'm your host, Alfred Parsar Jr. And just a reminder Rocket Fuel is a proud member of the Grid Network, a phenomenal network of sports podcasters, video podcasters, bloggers, and etc. Interesting, interesting times to be a New York Jets fan, New York Jets follower, or if you know you just keep up with Jets. Uh, I, before I begin, I apologize for not getting a game preview episode for week seven up, uh, due to scheduling conflicts, but I do have a reaction. It's a good thing I waited. Um, we are going into week eight, week seven just passed, uh, week six last week, New York Jets defeated the Green Bay Packers. Some call it an upset. I didn't even see it coming. Bravo. But week seven. Uh, this past Sunday, the New York Jets took on the Denver Broncos at Mile High in Denver. But before I get to that, let's catch everybody up to speed on all the drama. Last week, again, as I said, the Jets defeated the Green Bay Packers. Great game. Defense played very well, uh, especially in that first half when the offense was flat. Shut down Aaron Rodgers. Good job, Jets defense. Sauce Gardner had a pick. Sauce is phenomenal, by the way. But there was a a malcontent on the team. That malcontent being one Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore in that game only had one target, and the target was negated due to a penalty. Now, I can understand guys want to get stats. Guys have incentives. They need to get X amount of receptions. They need to get X amount of yards, X amount of touchdowns to get their bonuses. And that's understandable, and that's okay. I understand everybody wants to get paid. However, the team is above 500. The Jets, heading into what was week seven this this season, 
going into week seven above 500 for the first time in God knows how long, I believe, since since 2011. And you're complaining? The team is successful. If the team keeps up this pace, the Jets might have a chance at a wild card berth because I don't see the Buffalo Bills surrendering the division. The, the Bills are a far superior team. Their defense is astounding. The offense is sick. So I don't see the Bills not winning the AFC East. However, this New York Jets club, the best Jets team we've had in a very, very long time. And Elijah Moore complains, put out a tweet saying he's not happy, that he should be targeted more. The next day, Robert Sala, the head coach, he comes and he says, Elijah Moore shouldn't have tweeted that, but he's not a bad kid. Don't, don't crucify, he told the media, please don't crucify him. Not in those words, obviously, I'm paraphrasing, but. He, he came to the defense of his second year wide receiver, understandable. However, the day after that, Elijah Moore shows up at the Jets facility, goes to practice. They don't like his behavior. The day after that, now we're into Thursday. Again, shows up to the Jets facility, misbehaves, and then a report comes out saying that he's been excused from practice. Some reports said he went to tend to his mother or a family member, which I called BS immediately. And then later on that day, it comes out, he requested a trade. In the same day, A.J. Brown of the Philadelphia Eagles, he decided to tweet a picture of him dapping up Elijah Moore uh, during a preseason game earlier this season and tweeted some words of encouragement, saying Elijah Moore is one of the strongest people he knows and he'll get through it. You would have thought from that tweet, Elijah Moore maybe had cancer. A family member may have passed away. Something traumatic may have happened, which didn't. So let me express my personal thoughts on the matter. Elijah Moore is a malcontent. I've lost all respect for him. I can understand if the team was struggling and he's not producing. If the Jets going into week seven... We're 2-4, and 1-5, 0-6. But the team was 4-2. and two. You're complaining. Football is a team sport. Last I checked, wide receiver can't do it by himself. You know, offensive line, quarterback, running back, depending on what team you play for, a fullback, a tight end. And then you need a whole defense. So, let me ask this question, Elijah Moore. If you were having a Hall of Fame season, on let's say, Elijah Moore, you're on pace for 1,100 receiving yards and 10 touchdowns and a trip. <laughs> He's not even the Pro Bowl anymore, but a trip to the activities for, for, for all-stars in the NFL in Hawaii. Would you rather that and the Jets go, I don't know, 3-14? and 14? 
Or would you rather make the playoffs and, you know, since you want your money, um, getting to the playoffs guarantees you a bonus for, for competing past the 17 games of the regular season, sir. Don't know if you know that, but you've never been to the playoffs before because you're only a second-year player. You don't know any better. You can talk to your good friend A.J. Brown since you guys tweet so much. He's been in the playoffs before. He can tell you. He's had a, a bonus playoff game check. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And what if, just what if, imagine the Jets make it to the Super Bowl and you win? You, 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 you rather... Have a a season like you're having now. And I don't know, maybe win a ring? Or would you rather just be the guy who's the individual glory hog who doesn't care about if the team wins or loses? Because throughout the course of football and sports in general, there have been a lot of guys all over the place who Yeah, they 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 produce numbers, but they were on awful teams. That's why they were able to produce those numbers because somebody had to produce them. So you you be the you be the judge, Elijah Moore. And tell me. I don't hear any other other than Denzel Mims, who's another malcontent. I don't hear any other Jets receivers complaining. You don't hear complaints from Braxton Berrios or Garrett Wilson or Corey Davis. And Braxton Berrios, as of late, has been reduced to just kick returns. He's not catching a pass. But it's okay for him. So why is it not okay for Elijah Moore? So we already had Denzel Mims who requested a trade. We had one malcontent. Now we can add Elijah Moore to the list. And the Jets stated they're not going to trade him. And some people will be like, oh, well, you can't hold him hostage. Do you want a player that doesn't want to be there? My question to you is, what value does Elijah Moore have? What are you going to get? A fifth-round draft pick? He has no value. He's not an asset. He hasn't, he's, he's a second-year player that was on a bad team last year, that's on a good team this year that's not producing. Instead of enjoying the ride, you know, and, and, and maybe going in private and talking to his head coach and offensive coordinator and wide receivers coach, he decides to air his grievances out on Twitter. So you, I mean, again, he even though the Jets stated that they're not going to trade him, he, what was he worth to begin with? Like I said about Denzel Mims several weeks ago on the program, you got to just prove yourself. That's all it is: prove yourself, take a chance on yourself, put up some numbers, and then demand a trade. But you and Denzel Mims have, have done nothing. As a result, the Jets pulled Elijah Moore. Uh, he was inactive, didn't even make the trip to Denver for Week 7. 
Uh, before I bring up the Broncos game, also of note uh, for week six, Brees Hall, once again, your AFC Rookie of the Week. Uh, when he was named AFC Rookie of the Week for the second time this season, that made it four Jets rookies. Uh, well, four times a Jets rookie was named AFC Player of the Week. Garrett Wilson got it in Week 2. Uh, Brees had it twice, and Sauce Gardner had it once. As you can see on the Rocket Fuel Instagram, because every time a player wins <laughs> the Rookie of the Week, he gets a title belt presented by Pepsi. That picture of uh, Garrett Wilson, Sauce, and Brees is... Uh, Pretty cool holding their uh, title belts. So, but yeah, week seven, Denver Broncos. No Russell Wilson. He he was uh, being held out due to injury. And the Jets, they their defense slaughtered Rippin, who was the uh, backup quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Uh, Blake Rippin from Boise State. For those of you who kept up with college football through the years. And yeah, the Jets defense showed up once again. A Brees Hall 79-yard touchdown run. However, this is uh, bittersweet because Jets got a few injuries. Uh, Brees Hall tore his ACL and meniscus in the game on Sunday. He is confirmed to be out for the remainder of the season. Huge blow. And no knock on Michael Carter, who was the starter coming into the season. But... Uh, Michael Carter is not Brees Hall. Brees Hall has an explosiveness I haven't seen since the days of Curtis Martin in his prime for Gang Green. Michael Carter don't have that. Also, our offensive line, Makai Becton is already out for the year. Only God knows when he will play again. And now, AVT, Elijah Vera Tucker, torn triceps. He's going to require surgery. He's done for the rest of the season. So despite the win, the Jets are now 5-2 after seven weeks in the National Football League. But it's going to be tough. It, it's going to be rough. Again, Brees Hall was, was just hitting his stride. Uh, I personally feel that he was on pace to become the AFC Offensive Rookie of the Year this year. That will not be the case. And if you noticed... In that week seven win against the Denver Broncos, once Brees exited the game in the in the first quarter, the Jets looked like they did back in week one and week two before uh, Zach Wilson came back and before Brees Hall emerged. What do you mean, you may ask? I'll tell you what I mean. Greg Zerline was responsible for every single point scored after Brees Hall exited the game. The Jets never had another touchdown the rest of the game, and they're very fortunate that the Broncos' offense stinks. Because if that Broncos' offense was any good, the Jets would have lost that game. Point blank. Point blank, period. And as I've said before, you cannot win games in the National Football League if you can only score on field goals. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, everybody needs to keep that in mind and be mindful. Brees Hall will be missed. Uh, Brees Hall, again, explosive running back. Elijah Vera Tucker was our best offensive line player. Uh, no offense to George Fant, but he's had a disappointing season. And AVT is going to be missed as well. Um, this Jets offense took not one, but two huge blows. But again, the New York Jets, for what it was worth, they had a 16-9 win over the Broncos. But Greg Zerline cannot be responsible for 10 points every game or more. It's just Zach Wilson in that game, only 26 passes, 16 completions, 121 yards. At least he didn't turn the ball over. But he uh, he didn't throw any touchdowns either. Receiving game's not where it's supposed to be. So, also, you know who else is hurt? Corey Davis, the wide receiver, sprained MCL. It's not a season-ending injury. Uh, Coach Robert Sala yesterday said that uh, Corey Davis is day-to-day. They'll be monitoring him. But you're all, we're already down Elijah Moore. Denzel Mims played on, on Sunday but didn't do much. Uh, Denzel Mims, he caught one pass for four yards. And that man wanted to trade in the preseason. You see what I'm talking about, folks? And Denzel Mims was inactive all season until Elijah Moore got scratched due to uh, his behavior. And that's how Denzel Mims gets dressed for the game. One, One reception on four yards for a man who wanted to trade, who claimed he was being held hostage by the organization. But I digress. So Corey Davis, uh, his status is up in the air for the Week 8 matchup in MetLife against the New England Patriots. And it, it's, it's, it's odd. But however, the New York Jets have made a move. Uh, they did make a trade with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, this was in reaction to Brees Hall tearing the ACL. Uh, they've gone ahead and acquired James Robinson, the Jaguars running back. Uh, James Robinson having somewhat of a uh, a decent season for Jacksonville so far this season. Uh, so far on the 2022 season, uh, James Robinson has rushed 81 times for 340 yards with three touchdowns, averaging 4.2 yards per carry. Uh, the Jets... They have traded a conditional sixth-round pick in the 2023 draft, which will become a fifth-round pick if Robinson can reach 600 rush yards this season. He just needs 260 more yards on the ground, which he probably will get. So the Jaguars get a fifth-round pick to give up Robinson to the Jets, who will now be in a committee with Michael Carter. I like the move. Uh, Robinson, not a... Again, you cannot replace a guy like Brees Hall with just one guy. 
But in a committee with Michael Carter, Michael Carter, of course, very good on the goal line. Michael Carter is going to be the guy when you have um, when you have the ball in the red zone at the three yard line, the two yard line, or even the one yard line. That's a guy that can push through and get you a touchdown. He's done it several times this season. Uh, I expect Robinson to be the pass catching back because uh, Michael Carter very rarely has he been targeted in the passing game. Uh, whether it was Flacco or whether it was uh, Zach Wilson lining up under center. But again, I, I like the Robinson move, and I'm curious to see if he will play Sunday against the Patriots. He probably will. We saw what happened when the San Francisco 49ers acquired Christian McCaffrey from the Carolina Panthers. They, re- they acquired McCaffrey on a Thursday, and three days later on Sunday, McCaffrey suited up and started for the 49ers. So I expect James Robinson to play and be active uh, this Sunday at MetLife uh, against the Patriots. Uh, with that being said, uh, going back to Mr. Elijah Moore, a malcontent. Uh, Elijah Moore has been allowed to return to practice. And the official word from the team is that he will be in uniform suited up uh, for this New York Jets team. Of course, Corey Davis status up in the air. He probably will not play with a sprained MCL just one week later. Uh, then, so the receiving core, Garrett Wilson, um, Braxton Berrios, Denzel Mims, and Elijah Moore. And then, of course, you have the, the tight ends, uh, Conklin and uh, C.J. Uzuma. So the Jets have a, a decent uh, pass catcher, uh, pa- amount of pass catchers. My only question is Elijah Moore, with the, with the way he's been behaving, the way he's feeling, what are you going to get out of him? Now, what is the game plan going to be? Because the Jets are 5-2. and two. They've proven that they can win a game without Elijah Moore for the stunts he's pulled in the last week. So, what is it that you do? That That's what I'd like to know. What What is it that you're, you'd like to do? Or what do you do? Um, are they going to try to... Because the Jets are a run-heavy team. Zach Wilson is a quarterback. He he can he can move with his feet. His arm is not the best. He doesn't throw deep very rarely. Zach Wilson doesn't throw for a lot of yards. He doesn't attempt a lot of passes per game. He is a game manager. He is a guy who's going to run, or the or the team is going to run a lot of plays that are on the ground. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And that's how the Jets move the ball. And Elijah Moore either has to get with it to get with the program or he'll be inactive for the many more games this season. But we're going to see. Um, does, does Salah alter the game plan? Does he, does he have Wilson try to get more some more targets? Because, like I said, Zach Wilson's safety blankets are short passes, check downs. That's where Brees Hall and Michael Carter come in. Braxton Berrios is a slot receiver when he's on the field. That's where he comes in. Early on in the season, Elijah Moore was doing well because he had Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco 
through three weeks in the NFL, uh, was the leading passer yards-wise in the National Football League through three weeks. Flacco was attempting 60 passes a game. So, of course, there were numbers. Of course, there were opportunity. But Zach Wilson is the guy. Shout out to a good friend of this podcast, Mr. Barry Grant Jr. from the All Even Podcast, who uh, affectionately or unaffectionately, however you may look at it, uh, refers to Zach Wilson as Jim McMahon 2.0, which I disagree with. But Zach Wilson's game is in his legs. He's a game manager. He's going to run some clock, and that's how they're going to attempt to win the game. But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the dynamic is. Do, do his teammates feel betrayed? Do his teammates feel offended with the way that he's operated? So that's all going to come down to chemi- to affect the chemistry on the field, and it remains to be seen. Uh, last night on Monday Night Football, the New England Patriots <laughs> destroyed by the Chicago Bears, so... Uh, I don't know if that defense is looking to have a bounce-back game, but it is a divisional game. You know, divisional games bring out the best and worst in players. So, it remains to be seen. Um, But there's a lot of movement, a lot of news within the Jets organization, of course. Brees is a big loss. AVT is a big loss. Uh, Corey Davis, decent-sized loss. I personally thought that when the news of Brees Hall going down for the rest of the year, the Jets looking to make a trade for somebody, I thought that was Elijah Moore's ticket out of town. But kudos to the Jets for staying true to what they said and sticking to the fact that they will not be trading Mr. Elijah Moore. What's on tap for the Jets? Again, Sunday, 1 p.m., uh, if you live in the New York area or the New England area, you get the game on CBS. Uh, for those of you who have Red Zone, who's, who play fantasy and want to see coverage of every game, uh, you know, and will uh, segments of the game will be on Red Zone. Uh, I'm not going to preview the game now because uh, we're going to have two episodes of Rocket Fuel this week, uh, like we normally do uh, on the on a Friday night. Saturday, early Saturday morning, the preview special will come out where I'll uh, examine some game film, break some things down, and uh, that's that. But uh, the James Robinson trade, I'm I'm a big fan of. I think it was a good move. So what I want to get into really quickly, um, basically what... The roles are going to be in that uh, that backfield committee. Uh, now, it was interesting to note that James Robinson coming to the Jets, uh, he was on the Jaguars, he lost the starting job uh, in the Jaguars' backfield to Travis Etienne Jr. However, you know, like I said, Michael Carter was left, and Michael Carter is a second-year running back. Uh, Michael Carter last season had 639 rushing yards and four touchdowns as a rookie last season. So far this year, 228 yards, two touchdowns, three and a half yards per carry, not much better. Um, But kudos to Robert Sala and GM Joe Douglas, who I don't think would have gone for Robinson and made a trade if they didn't see 
well, if they saw Robinson being a backup to Carter, I think this is going to be an even timeshare. Uh, even so, uh, I, I think Michael Carter gets the slight edge over Robinson for right now, only because Carter is a better pass catcher. Uh, in 21 career games, he has 56 receptions for 476 yards. Not bad. Those are not Alvin Kamara-like numbers, but not bad nonetheless. And uh, obviously at this point in, in time, Michael Carter knows the Jets' playbook a little bit more. But the Jets do have a bye in Week 10, which will give uh, Robinson a little bit more time to get acclimated to the Jets' playbook with the week off. And um, I think Robinson, long-term, he's going to have a better outlook and more value to the Jets' offense than Carter will, and that's just me being uh, honest with my opinion. So, there you go. But interesting week of, of Jets football, interesting week of things that transpired. And I just want to give a big shout out to Jair Alexander because he was not sure in week six if uh, the Packers could beat the Jets. And the Packers did not beat the Jets. So uh, I will be uh, sending Jair Alexander a Christmas card if I can find his address saying uh, thank you. But again... Um, it's uh, Monday night uh, here when this episode is being recorded, and week eight's approaching. Jets five and two, five and two for the first time entering week eight in a very long time. Uh, it's looking real good for Gang Green, looking really, really solid for Gang Green. I, I'm proud to say that um, I got to do this podcast. I chose the right season to ironically start doing this podcast, the Rocket Fuel. But I'm very proud of what the Jets have accomplished so far. Again, heartbreaking. Brees Hall. Uh, it, it was just devastating when when I got the news because he got off, he got he, he made a play, got off the field, was slow to get up. He didn't limp. He didn't look like he was limping or anything. Didn't need any help. But once I saw the blue tent go up, no bueno, no bueno whatsoever. Uh, I, I just hope that Brees will be okay because we've seen what catastrophic knee injuries can can do to people. It can end careers. We've seen many of running backs tear their ACL. And, I mean, look what happened to Todd Gurley. It was a stud. Inju- injury happened and shell of himself after that. And so many other, uh, uh, not just running backs, but players in general. And personally, I think the the Jets are going to play the New England Patriots at the perfect time. Uh, as of right now, the New England Patriots, the only team in the AFC East under five hundred. Bills are five and one. Jets are five and two. Dolphins four and three. Pats are three and four. So, who knows? Depending on what happens when Buffalo plays Green Bay, uh, we could have a uh, tie for first after Sunday. You never know. You never know. Uh, the Jets surprisingly competitive. And uh, kudos to Joe Douglas for that draft he had uh, this offseason. Because, uh, again, he, he drafted Breeze. He drafted Sauce. So, the man, obviously, I, I, does he know what he's doing? He probably got lucky, but who knows. But um, 
this team, I'm I'm, I'm sold on the Jets. I'm I'm sold so far. I know it's only uh, seven weeks. You got ten more to go, but I do believe that this uh, this Jets team can compete. Uh, I do believe that, uh, especially what happened with Mac Jones in that Monday Night Football game uh, uh, earlier tonight, getting benched. Bailey Zappi. I mean the 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 quarterback uh, storyline in New England is probably going to lead to some problems on Sunday, but I'll get to that uh, later this week when we drop uh, Rocket Fuel for a second time this week. Uh, again, uh, I am Alfred Barsar Jr. This is Rocket Fuel, a New York Jets podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Rocket Fuel underscore NYJ, and you can follow the Grid Network and follow my friends Barry Grant Jr. Uh, Bryson Carver, Ryan Flowers, my guy Patrick with Chaotic Sports Talk, and the Cowboys Can fam if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan. Uh, great, these some great guys, and you can follow them on Instagram at the Grid Network, all one word. Grid spelled, of course, G-R-Y-D. Uh, so once again, um, Rocket Fuel will return Saturday morning with our Week 8 Jets versus Patriots preview, where I will cover my predictions and what I think is going to happen in that game, my keys to the game, and uh, any news that breaks between now and Saturday morning. So this has been Rock Fuel, and I'll catch you guys again soon. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.